It's Shavuot, and most people think just throwing together some cheeses on a plate will be enough. But you know what? Our wine expert, David Rhodes, has more suggestions. David, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Ari. How are you doing? All right, getting ready for the Shavuot holiday. So how can you help us prepare a cheese platter for that? Well, first of all, let's you know think of why we're having cheese for a Shavuot. There's a few primary reasons if we look back in the history, right? Mm-hmm. So first of all, Shavuot is a celebration of what? Uh, well, getting the Torah from God. Uh... Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. That, that's, the base, that's the basic premise. And it's and, an agricultural and, holiday, of course, because all the uh, wheat sure, is ready. Sure, sure. We, we have Shavuot in the spring, and then we have Sukkot in the winter, right? Yes. And typically, these are two harvest times. You know, when we talk about the Torah, the Torah mentions Israel as a country that's a land of milk and honey. And it's also a celebration of receiving the kosher laws in the Torah, this is the first time that the Jews started eating koshers when they received the Torah. And also that there wasn't time when the Hebrews left Egypt to properly butcher livestock. So that's why there's a focus on the dairy products instead of meat. As we know, observant Jews do not have milk with meat. So let's talk about how we can uh, make Shavuot more special by designing a cheese plate specifically for red wines and maybe designing one specifically for white wines. Ooh, sounds good. Okay. So when we, first of all, when we think of uh, designing a cheese plate, besides the cheese, what do we typically might put on a cheese plate? Well, maybe some grapes. uh... Fruit and vegetables, right? Right, right. Okay. So what, now we can maybe change up. Maybe we have certain fruit that we'll put on a white wine cheese plate, and then we put different fruit on a red wine cheese plate. So let's talk about how we might make the distinction. So when we think about white wines, we typically should think about what white fruits we might taste in those wines. And those are fruit that if we put on the cheese plate are going to help us accentuate what we have for the wines that we're drinking with it. Make sense? Yes. Okay. So. Okay. So if I'm drinking a white wine, green grapes might uh, remind us of a Moscato that we might be tasting. Mm. Green apples have the acidity, malic acid, which we find in almost all wines. Um, Grapes have malic acid in white wines. They have them in red wines. Almost all red wines go through a secondary fermentation called malolactic fermentation that changes that green apple malic acid into lactose, uh, lactic acid, which makes it more creamier. That's why, but it makes it less fruity. That's why a lot of white wines will taste fruitier than red wines. Now, there is one white wine that typically goes through the malolactic fermentation, and that is Chardonnay. Not everyone does it. Some people prefer their Chardonnay without the malolactic fermentation, but when you make Chardonnay, through a secondary fermentation, a malolactic fermentation, it makes it creamier, even buttery. And probably the best example of that in Israel is Yarden's uh, organic Audem vineyard. And that's a, it's a very typical New World creamy, buttery Chardonnay. Is that unique for Israel? Is that one a unique one, or do the other people make that as well? Some people do, but that's probably the best, uh, most commonly available example that's done, you know, so well that it's won inter- international competitions. If you were going to compare it to it, you know, this probably Australian and California Chardonnays of a similar style and similar quality. Um, a lot of other people in Israel will make them without the malolactic or they'll make them unoaked. It's not that they're necessarily uh, lesser wines, it's just a different style. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
if you wanted to have something that really brings out the green apple, as far as the Chardonnay goes, you could go uh, with a very burgundy style C from the Castel Winery or a Levinson Blanc from the Petite Levinson Winery. Ido Levinson is the chief winemaker at Barcon, but he also has his own uh, family quote-unquote garage winery, the Garage du Papa Levinson label. Also, we can uh, taste pear in a lot of white wines. Pear is typical in a lot of Chardonnays as well. You can get apricot and peach, uh, Viognier and Gewurztraminer, and Chichor Winery also makes a very nice Viognier. So we're talking about a, a platter that's got fruit and cheese. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, look, it's, it's tough to sit down and eat, you know, eat cheese all afternoon without just cheese. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, we are Jews. We're also known for being lactose intolerant, <laughs> which, 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 is a, which, which is a cruel, you know, joke of uh, the ages that half of our meals are dairy and we're lactose intolerant. Yeah. If you want to have lychee, for instance, which is a pretty exotic tasting uh, fruit, that's something that we, we typically would find in a Gewurztraminer, and there's some uh, great examples of Gewurztraminer in Israel. Also, you might taste some uh, tropical fruits that you could also put on your fruit pl- on your cheese plate. Uh, you put pineapple, banana, guava, and mango. Those are flavors that can come out in white wines. When you uh, grow uh, white wine grapes and you give them more sun exposure, they tend to get more tropical flavors. Now, what about a, a good heavy uh, cheese platter with uh, some red wines? What would you suggest? Sure. If we're looking at red wines, then we want to think of red fruit, black fruit, even blue fruit. So with red and black grapes, for instance, red muscat is a considered maybe the grapiest of wine grapes. Uh, Benjamin and Tishby have made... Uh, Additions in the past. If you're, if you want strawberries, uh, rosés typically can have a nice strawberry note to them. Uh, Reconati, Castel, Dalton, and even uh, the Tishby make some uh, nice uh, rosés to taste. Uh, cherries are a very uh, symbolic uh, flavor we could find in red, red wines, and no more so. Uh, than, I'm not so sure we'll find some cherries. They're, they're here in Israel. I mean, there's actually a winery that makes cherry wine up in the Golan Heights, uh, Haroden. It's one of yeah. my favorite dessert wines. But the cherry season so. is later this year. Sure, 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 but the wine's the wine's always in season. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, and and on the cheese plate, what's nice is you can actually get um, candy cherries. You know, some of the cheese shops have like uh, really high end maraschino type cherries right. uh, that are amazing uh, with uh, stinky cheeses. But back to the uh, regular bread, and you can get dried fruit too. Uh, dried fruit is a really nice thing to have during the holiday. Uh, and sometimes in the fruits out of season, um, if you have those fruver, flavor profiles in mind, they make a nice addition to the play, especially uh, for children, too. Cherries are also something we would find in a Carignan uh, from like Carmel Reconati, uh, the Pinoise from Dickin, uh, Yarden, Gibaot, Tishby. Plums are a signature flavor of Merlot. With Merlot, the Toro Winery, the Shilo uh, Winery, and Gottschum Rhone from the Eastern Rhone. Um, that's a great Merlot region. Haroden and Bazellet have uh, great Merlots. And the Marguerite has Merlots, typically part of blends, but if you, uh, if you talk to them, you won't find it in wine shops, but they may have some in their library. They might have some uh, once in a while. They do a, a, a release of a single varietal Merlot that they might still have in stock. Uh, raspberries. If you could find them, are uh, great fruit too. They'll find that with uh, a great pairing for Cabernet Franc. Uh, Bikin, Marguerite, Tishby, Gouchetzion have great examples. Mm-hmm. Now, which grape do you think might have blackberries or black ferrans in it? Which grapes? How about Cabernet Sauvignon? Oh, How about the king Cabernet. of red grapes? Yes. Okay. How does that fit in? 
And so that's the signature uh, varietal flavor of Cabernet Sauvignon is blackberries or black currants. So, and we can see that as often as the primary grape in what's called the Bordeaux blend. The Bordeaux blend is a blend of any of the five uh, primary uh, grapes of the Bordeaux region in France, although, of course, they're being grown here. And that would be Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Malbec, and Petit Verdot. So the Flamme Noble, uh, Castel Grand Vin, or Petit Castel, Marguerite Enigma are uh, great examples of Bordeaux blends, uh, but Marguerite also makes maybe the best Cabernet Reserve and single varietal Cabernet here in Israel, or at least, or at least the most applauded. Well, David, Thanks. you certainly do know what the wine, uh, what wines are available here in Israel. That's uh, fantastic, and uh, you made me all so hungry and thirsty. I want to go out and make my cheese and fruit platter right now. So, David Rhodes, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Ari, and I always look forward to the next bottle of wine we share.